What's up, what's up, what's up? You already know who this is, and if you don't, I'm Boss Baby Cuba, coming live from San Antonio, Texas. No, I'm not a San Antonioan, or whatever you call it, but this is where I reside, so it is what it is. Let's get this thing going. So, like I said, if you don't know me, I'm Boss Baby Cuba, Tampa, Florida. Raise up, what's up? So this is my nighttime walk. And I'm gonna go ahead and get a little, we're gonna dive a little deeper into the story of my life, of the fuckery, the treachery, the bitchery, and the tomfoolery. Yeah, I said tomfoolery. Oh, the planets are lined up right now. Anyways, so if y'all ready, Let's get to it. Remember, this shit gets real, this shit gets raw. So if you can't handle it, change the fucking channel. Because it is what it is, and it ain't what it ain't. But it's going to be what it's going to be. So let's get this thing rolling. Okay, so last week when we talked, or the last episode, I discussed more of my trip living in Key West and living in New York City. And I discussed how I blossomed, how my mother taught me about sex in the last episode. If you did not hear the last episode, be sure to check that out and you'll be caught up. But now, after all of that that my mother had did, like I told you all last week, you know, she started her own escort agency. Companion agency. Let me get that right. My bad. Companion agency. Sorry, mama, if you hear me, I'm sorry, but I gotta say it. So, she started her own companion agency in New York City when we was up there. Now, since I was already fully blossomed, I guess you could say it since I done, you know, popped my cherry, lost my virginity. No, wait, that's the same thing. My bad. Had my period, lost my virginity, and all that noise, smoking weed and all that. Uh, you know, she used to tell me tidbit information about the business. She used to tell me, you know, pass the business down to me. But that's besides the point. That's nevertheless. So yeah, she shipped us off back to Florida with my dad. Now, I told y'all my dad was abusive as fuck, right? So we living with him for a good few years. I go into high school. Now mind you, I go into high school when I'm 15. Nah, 14. Going on 15. Cause my birthday is September 11th. So I was 14 going on 15. All right. Now the, this is the crazy shit. So I went to high school in Tampa, Florida. Jefferson High School was the high school I started. Um, but the summer before I started high school as a freshman year, I was on a pocket rocket. Um, it was my uncle, Lou Cuba's pocket rocket, and me and my aunt was racing. And she cut me off, and I pressed the gas and the brake like a dumbass. And when I tell you the wheels started fish chilling, and my head double bounced off the pavement. Double bounced, that's why I got a scar like it. Y'all can't see it, but I got a scar right in the middle of my head because I busted that shit wide the fuck open. When I'm talking about, it was 
squirting out and dripping down the face. And I'm just laughing while my head busts wide open with my skull showing and shit. And you know what? I'm still upset about the fact that nobody would let me see my own skull. That's kind of like fucked up in a way because I want to see that bitch. Everybody's like, no, no. Bunch of bitches. Anyways, so back to the story. So, um, this is when Lil Cuba was alive. And, uh, I started high school with that scar. 22 stitches in a Y shape in the middle of my motherfucking forehead. Now, I'm 20, I'm 32, so this was before Harry Potter, I believe. Because nobody called me Harry Potter. They called me Scarface. Like, them kids were mean as fuck. They called me Scarface. But I fought a lot in school, so they didn't really fuck with me. And I mean, I guess it, in a way it kind of matches since I'm Cuban, you know, Scarface is Cuban. And was that low-key racist? I'm thinking about it now, like, hold on. Was that like a racist flood they was trying to do to me? I don't know. Anyways, we dropping that. But yeah, these kids used to call me Scarface. So I'm fighting a lot in school. Freshman year, fighting a lot. Skipping a lot. Uh, when I wasn't playing golf, because my dad made me play golf or whatever, but when I wasn't playing golf, I was doing hella reckless shit. I was just out there fighting people, fighting people for my sister, just reckless. I'm talking like retarded. And yeah, so at the age of 15. I was 15 when I got my first charge. I was convicted for um, aggravated assault with a weapon. So basically, this is what we're going to say about this. And we're going to leave this as it is. When I was 15, me and this girl was talking because this other girl who was a she was a big ass 11 year old. Yeah, she was 11, but she was big as fuck. She was bigger than me. Yeah, I'm only five foot, but damn, this big, this 11 year old was big as fuck. I'm 15, this other girl like 14, right? So this little 11 year old talking shit about us behind our backs and shit. So me and this girl, I don't even remember that other girl name, but me and her plan to scare this little girl into not talking shit no more. <sighs> so we invited her over to my, my dad's house. I sat on the couch with her back to the kitchen while the other girl was on like the love, show, love seat or the laid out. I went and went to the kitchen and got one of them psycho knives and I came up behind her, put one hand on her chin, tilted her head back and put the knife to her throat. And I said, you ever talk shit about us again? I slice your throat next time. And I let her go. I know, I know, it was just meant to scare her, really. But afterwards, the little bitch on the couch got up. After I let her go and she went out crying like a little bitch, the little bitch on the couch got up and they went out there and then like they called the police on me and they, the little bitch that plotted with me done flipped and was like, I, don't, I didn't know she was gonna do that. Little bitch, yes you did. But anyways, so after that, I got charged and convicted of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. And that was my first ever conviction.
and that was my juvenile conviction that happened at my dad's house. Um, and yeah, so he took full advantage of that because now I'm trying to do whatever I can to stay out, but really, I'm to the point of fuck it, you know? Because it's like, damn. I don't know, a motherfucker just always wanted to take my shot. Man, so when I caught that charge, that really, like, put a damper on my life. Like, that really changed my life just being a juvenile. I was in and out because that was just another mechanism my parents could use against me if I didn't listen. So, if I didn't do, if I didn't go golf or if I, I didn't do something, Besides getting thrown in the psych ward, I'd get thrown in, in county jail. Cause they could easily call the police and they would come get me because they ain't gonna listen to somebody who's already got the charge. Police out there don't give a fuck like that. They just ready to pick your ass up. Just like with psych ward shit. Like anybody can call the police on somebody and be like, oh, they wanna kill themselves. And they will admit that person to a psych ward hospital without any evidence or anything. Like that shit's bullshit. Anyways, so after I caught that charge, uh, you know, life got a little harder for me to deal with. The pressure from just constantly being dicked around, forced to do shit you, you don't wanna do, have to bitch up because, you know, people using shit over your head. That shit fucking sucks. So, before, the, like the last time I spoke with my dad, or really fucked with my dad at all, I was on pro- probation for this Agassault deadly weapon. Still living with him um, in Tampa, Florida. Uh, and he came in my room I was reading a book. I don't even remember what book. Uh, I was reading a book and he started bitching at me and I ignored his ass. I kept reading my book. I ain't paying him no mind, you know? Kept reading my book. This man hauls off, cocks back and hits me. Now I had enough. I had a fuck enough. Man, I did not say a word to you. I did not bother you. You came in bothering me and I ignore you, and you hit me like a grown-ass man, now I had enough. You hit me like a grown-ass man when we golfing, and all I'm doing is doing what the fuck you wanted to make you happy. You hit me when you, you, when you say I look like my mother, you hit me when you say I act my, like my mother. You just hit me all the time, I had it fucking enough. And I hit him back. I sure the fuck did. I swung on his ass the fuck back. And now we fist fighting. We fist fighting in the house. Blow, blow, blow for blow, blow for blow. He's dragging me out the house as we fist fighting. Dragging me out the house. He, we still fist fighting, dragging me through. He gets me outside, pins me on the ground, and starts yelling. 
help, help, my daughter attacked me, help, she attacked me, she attacked me. Now mind you, this is the same uh, cul-de-sac, same house that I just put a knife to this girl's throat, right, that he does this. That was the last day I fucking talked to my dad. That was the last time I talked to my dad. As soon as they let me out on, on, back on probation, I went to my abuela's house. And, you know, I just got tired of living at my abuela's house. I got tired of it and I went to my mama's house. Went to my mama's house thinking shit was gonna be sweeter. Man, she used that shit against me too. That, 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 pro that probation over my head type shit. I don't like that shit, That's, that shit's not cool. You playing with people's freedom. You playing with people's sanity. Like, just because your narcissistic ass wants to control some shit, you got the wrong one. But, let's, so I go to my mom's house in Tampa in West Park Village, which is West Chase's. No, not West Chase, West Park Village is a Citrus Park area. Yeah, right. And my mom swore that it was my school, Jefferson, which is the reason why I started getting like this. Because, you know, I've always been like this since New York. But, um, so she switched schools to this preppy ass, which has white school called Alonzo in like a good part of Tampa. And uh, started going there while I was on probation. You know, uh, that shit was, I, I was MVP, you know, for the golfing and shit like that. I didn't fuck with my dad at all at that time. Um, he wasn't allowed to come to my shit. Like, I was not fucking with him. I was done cut him off after that. And it's like, I was doing good. I was doing good. And then, <laughs> these four bitches, and Lonzo, these four big ass white bitches, and Lonzo decided they wanted to bully a bitch and I wasn't going for it. So they was gonna jump me. Now see, there's four of them and one of me, and I knew they was gonna jump me because they kept talking they shit. And I knew when they was gonna catch me. Luckily, I always carried a motherfucking blade on me. On me. On, in my cheek, or in my hair, I had a blade. I stay strapped with a motherfucking razor. Cause if a bitch gonna pop off, I'm gonna make sure your ass gets scarred. Bad. Bad. So when they went to catch me, right, between the gym and the lunch area, right, at Alonzo, I pulled out my razor from my hair and I put it between my knuckles. And I squared up. I squared up. So they, didn't, they decided not to jump me. They left me alone. Let me go to class. I went to my next class, which was Spanish class. Man, next thing you know, the principal coming in there asking for me. Bruh. So we walking, we walking. Now the bathrooms at Alonzo High School, they was, uh, Alonzo High School was like an outdoors kind of, the doors were on the outside type of deal. So the bathrooms was like, there was no door into the main bathroom, but anyways, there was, I was like, hey, 
principal of whatever your fucking name was, uh, I gotta use the bathroom. So we stop, and I go in and I use the bathroom. Now mind you, she plays like she didn't tell me what was, I knew what was up, but she didn't tell me what was up. She didn't tell me, you know, why she was calling me out of class, but I knew what was up. So I flushed the blade before we got to her office, right? We get to her office and they search me. They have a female officer search me thoroughly a couple times. They ain't find shit on me. Cause my smart ass, my street smart ass already done fussed the blade. Fuck that. So, they still suspending. Bruh, yes. They suspended me until they had a meeting with the, te- with the kids and their parents and my parents. Now it's four girls and their parents. On the other side is me and my parents, right? We explained the situation. We're like, yeah, they were gonna jump me. Blah, 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 blah. But you had a blade. But did you find a blade on me? No, you didn't. Well, long story short, after that meeting, I still got expelled. Kicked straight out of all high school. All high school. Because I wanted to defend myself. Okay, cool. It is what it is. On to the next. So in Tampa, Florida, they have this place called Gary Adult. Gary Adult is the school for the badass kids that get kicked out of regular high school or expelled out of any regular public high school. So I went to Gary Adult. I was doing good. You know, you know how the story goes. You already know how the story goes. I was doing good. I was doing my shit, going to school, working on my GED because it was one of them schools. I don't even recall what happened, but some shit happened. And some girl ended up telling the principal there on me, saying that I said I was gonna shoot her. Now, if you know me, you know that I play with knives. I like that shit personal. I like to look you in your eyes while you give me that look of shock and disbelief as my blade is going in your side. That's what I like. So, for her to lie and say that I was gonna shoot her, I was like, that's bullshit. So again, meeting with the principal, meeting with my mom there, they said that. I said, mom, you know damn well that I would stab somebody, I wouldn't shoot them. I didn't throw, I don't even have a gun. Like, and they still expelled me out of there. Like, and this is all while I'm still on probation for the Agasola's daily weapon. Ain't that crazy? Ain't shit how shit goes. Well. got the prologue out of the way. Be sure to stay tuned this Sunday for the next episode of my chapter, which this next part that I'm going to be releasing on Sunday, it 
it discusses where my life really began. And I really, it spreaded my wings and, you know, took off. Why I took off and what I went through after I took off. Um, be sure you stay tuned for that. We're going to go in full detail on my Sunday segment. And, uh, yeah, keep your head up. Remember, you can always change your circumstances. You just got to change your mindset. This is Thoroughbred Lace. I'm Boston Cuba. I enjoyed it. I hope you did, too. Let's stay tuned. Press follow. Press like. Share this shit. Man, get this shit out there. Let's let's pump this shit. Because this shit needs to be heard. And it's about to get graphic. It's about to get juicy. It's about to get real motherfucking raw and, like, too legit to handle from fake bitch. Is let's do this. All right. I'll see you next time. Stay blessed.